16 verses 22 through 26. Pray that you will. crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas. Magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison. And the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them into the inner selling fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a such a violent earthquake. The foundations of the prison were shaken. And once all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains were loosed. I want to tag this text and talk about don't lose your shout. Don't lose your don't lose your shout. Psalm 132 <clears throat> Verse 9 says, let, the, let thy priests be clothed with righteousness, and let thy saints shout for joy. I've discovered that if you aren't careful, life will hinder your response to God if you aren't careful. pain, calamity, unfavorable situations. Sometimes, if you allow them to, they will dictate your response to the goodness of God in your life. Because in life, you can see the glass either half empty or half full. It depends upon how you're looking at it. Likewise, in life, it all depends how you look at what you're going through. You can have this outlook where you think God is punishing you. You may think God is being unfair to you. You may think God is picking on you. Or you could have an ulterior outlook. God is growing me. 
God is maturing me. God is developing me. But sometimes things can happen so much and so often where it puts you in a place as if it is literally sucking the joy out of your soul. Maybe that's why that song says, I refuse. Ain't going to let nobody steal my joy. But sometimes if you are honest, you have to fight to do that. Doesn't happen in an easy, breezy type capacity. To keep your sanity. Because if truth be told, nobody, no one in this room or no one near you really knows what you're dealing with. Because people who see you once a week, and yet there are some people who see you every day, and still have no clue of the weight that you're carrying on your shoulders. You dress well, you talk the part well, you smile, you're genuine, you're an extrovert, you're personable, you're sociable. And so yet when some people see you, they have no clue how sick you really are. They have no clue the mental anxiety that you struggle with daily. They have no clue that you are dressed the part, but yet... You are suffering emotionally and perhaps even financially. And so in life, if you aren't careful, life can, your joy and your shame. Perhaps that's why James argues, James argues, count it all joy. When you fall into multiple or a multiplicity of issues. Paul would always uh, drive that thing home. Rejoice in the Lord. Always. And again, I say rejoice. Because here it is. Life won't always be conducive to your joy. But when you don't allow what's inside of you to change based upon what's outside, you fight, you, you read, you meditate. And you ask God to give you the strength to still bless his name. Because in spite of what's going on around you, in your house, in your family, with your help, me included, none of us are exempt from life's issues happening to us. The bigger question is, is how will you respond to what's happening in your life? 
Again, you can choose to you can choose to pout. You can choose to be depressed. Well, sometimes now, uh, let let me let me uh, hang ahead here. Sometimes depression in the choice. It is a physical. Um, uh, chemical issue sometimes, but sometimes I, I don't mean medically. I, I mean, sometimes you make a choice to say, well, you know, I'm going to sit back and I'm just going to pout and feel sorry for myself and complain about how bad life is. And yet there is someone somewhere in the world who would love to take your place. And yet in our text today, we find two men who are not in conducive situation. They should be praising and praying. But yet, in spite of what they are going through, they muster the strength in God to still give God what belongs to him. And in spite of what's happening in each of our lives, does not negate the fact that God is still worthy of praise, honor, and glory. Even when we go through pain, death, calamity, sickness, separation, guess what? God is still God, and God is still good, and God is still worthy of the praise. And guess what? If by chance you lose your joy and you lose your shout, the rocks may cry out in your place. You have to monitor that. Has life deafened your sensitivity to who God really is? Because God, pardon my English mother, if you're listening, because she hates the word ain't. God ain't just good when life is good. Hmm. One more time. God ain't just good when life is good. God is good even in, in your worst moments. He's still good. I, I go back to my former member who saw her daughter on the front porch of that house dead, shot by an ex-boyfriend. And yet that mother whose daughter was on her front porch, gunshot in the leg, gunshot in the head, said to her pastor at the time, me, family and friends who were gathered on the street, I am hurt, but yet, I bless God. And again, someone raised the question, how can you bless God with Marilyn dead on the front porch? And her response was, because a few days ago, she got saved. A few days ago, she was baptized. And so although as her mother, my soul is crushed, 
My spirit says my child is all right. It just depends on how you look at what you're going through. Because she understood in spite of the physicality of her daughter being no more. When she accepted Christ as her savior, her soul now lives forever. I refuse. Ain't gonna let nobody steal my joy. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Who or what have you allowed to steal your focus and your shout. Who, who do you allow and what do you allow to have mental weight over you whereby they are able to dictate and take your focus of, of how good God has been to you. In, in Acts chapter 16, um, these itinerant um, Preachers have really been railroaded by the powers that be because here is the charge. Here was the charge. The charge is this they are guilty of preaching. And delivering. That, that, that's the charge. I, I'm not sure that's a, a, a misdemeanor. Uh, or a felony. But, but that's the charge. Uh, because little sister was uh, a money train. And uh, she, 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 got, she, got, she got saved. And got delivered. And those who were controlling her. Were, were upset because if she couldn't use her gift for them, they could no longer uh, uh, receive money as a result of her demonic possession. So now they're angry. Flash smile. They upset. This ain't a part of the sermon, but this is just, I, it, it, it just hit me. There are some people who will always, well, there are some who will only benefit from you as long as they can control you. Um, I, 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 I don't forget, I probably can't say it again, but, 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 but you, get, you get the point. Some people in your life, in your circle, you only benefit them as long as they can mentally manipulate you. And that's why for some of you, you will never fit in the clique or the crew. For one reason, because you are able to think for yourself. And some people will never uh, fool with you as long as you can think and say, no, that ain't right. No, I ain't doing that. No, you are wrong. No, you no, 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 no. And some people will push back from you as long as you are able to think for yourself, as long as they can dictate what you do, how you think, how you feel, you benefit them. 
first time you're able to say yes or no on your own, they push back from you. They are funny with you. This is what happens in Acts 16. They are literally upset and angry because this woman is now able to think for herself because she has been delivered by the preaching and the teaching of Pastor Paul and Brother Silas. Well, look at verse 22. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas. And the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. Well, number one, church, um, don't, don't lose your um, um, I, How many of you can remember or you had a mother or a grandmother or aunt or whomever would whip you with whatever was near them. Or they made you walk the green mile to go get your own switch. And if the switch wasn't big enough, talk back to me if you can, they made you go out Again, and if they were really old school and me, they tied the two together to make you feel. And for some of them, they made you lower your pants or raise your dress to make sure you felt the steam of the switch. And if you had a real ghetto mama, she would wait until you got out of the bathtub. Bonnie was still wet. Belt against wet flesh. She wanted you to feel. And for you older ones, you had mamas and papas who used straps on you. And for, for some of you, you had a mama who would just use the extension card, whatever she could find. You felt as if you were under attack. <clears throat> these preachers were attacked physically their robes stripped their back flesh exposed and yet here these two men were beaten until their flesh became open Because they preached truth and gospel. Likewise, that's how life attacks all of us at times. But for them, they saw the attack coming. But in most cases, we always get sucker punched. It's almost as if you are in a bar, someone punches you from the side. As they would say 
on the street they stole on you. Not urban side. They, they, they stole it. They, they stole you. They, they just, you, you, you couldn't see it. You weren't, you weren't looking for it. You couldn't prepare for it. You just woke up sometime later. That's how life is. Life can steal you sometimes. Because some stuff, guess what? That you are going through and have been through, guess what? It caught you by surprise. You, you had no clue you were getting fired. You, you had no clue that you were you were sick because you were asymptomatic. My, my friend and my brother, Larry Turner, Christian Love Church in, in my hometown. Larry had some eye issues. And nothing his optometrist did could ever pinpoint Larry's eye issues. Test after test, drop after drop, nothing worked. And so the optometrist said, the only way I'm, I think I can really see what I need to see, I need you to have a full body. And guess what? It was in that moment because of an eye issue that they discovered that Larry had stage three kidney cancer without ever showing a sign. Chemo cut part of the kidney out. Guess what? Didn't see it coming. Life attacked him. Who am I talking to today in here in our fair? Life has attacked you. Did not see it coming. But in spite of the attack, guess what? You still need to have that joy of faith. I know it's hard. It's, it, it has broken me in the pieces. But guess what? It is still with my soul. It, it, it attacks you. Because guess what? Life attacks you and life will come through the attack also of Satan. None of us are exempt from attacks. But how will you respond again to those attacks? Now we all have those moments where we, we want to give up. Ain't got no fight left. But yet, you might want to have that Muhammad Ali mentality against George Farmer. Just allow the enemy to punch yourself out. While you lean on the ropes, preserve your energy, protect yourself, and when the enemy least expect 
That's when you punch back. Don't, don't allow life to attack you to the point where, and trust me, I've been there. And I'm talking from major experience. That life can get you to the point where you don't want to preach, you don't want to sing, you don't want to play, you don't want to serve, you don't want to give. You just really want to disappear. When I hear this song from my home turn in my home church, something on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. That's the only way you're going to survive this thing called life. You got to have something on the inside. Power. Holy Ghost. Joy. Peace. Comfort. Long suffering. It will help you get through when life attacks you. Second of all, church. I need to hear a little bit more amens from, from, the, from the choir. Y'all. y'all. I hear them. I don't hear Oh, okay. All right. All right. Now y'all loud when y'all singing. No, don't be, don't act Baptist now. Loud when y'all singing and quiet when I'm preaching. Second of all, I'm going to hear about this after church. I know I am. Uh, second of all, watch this church. Watch this. Don't lose your shout based upon your current location. Heathens. The text says in 23 and 24, watch this. They were beaten and thrown into prison. One more time. Don't lose your shout based upon your current location. They were beaten, beaten profusely, beaten, beaten bad, bleeding profusely, rather, and yet. After beaten, they are thrown not just in jail. The jailer is charged to watch them and he throws them in the inner jail where he now places their hands and their feet in stock. It's one thing to be in jail, but guess what? They are in jail and locked up while they are in jail. They are in jail, but now their hands are stretched, locked. Their feet are apart and locked, but the only thing free is their mouth. They bless the name of the Most High God. Some of you right now, you are not where you want to be in life, but guess what? Don't you let where you are dictate your shout. You don't have the job you want, the church you want, the, uh, the house you want, the car you want. You are in a place where you don't want to be, but guess what? Rejoice anyway. Your money is not where you want it to be. Your health is not where you desire it to be. Your mindset is not where you want it to be, but rejoice. Anyway, if anybody should have been mad, it should have been these guys. 
in jail because we help someone? We, we are in jail and beaten because we preached and she got delivered and you pay us back by allowing us to be beaten, thrown in jail, hands and feet locked in stocks. But guess what? I'm done. God bless you. They refuse to let their current location steal their shout and their joy. I know you don't want to go to work tomorrow. But guess what? Go anyway. And thank God you got somewhere to go. And rejoice in the face of evil co-workers, demonic bosses. But, and, okay. Oh. I see she's awake now. Uh, but the pastor, Mr. Pastor, I know you got to deal with deacons and trustees and members who are evil and hateful and preach anyway. Because guess what? None of us are in perfect situations. But guess what? I think I hear somebody singing a long time ago, I'm so glad <laughs> so we don't last always. Because it, it, it is in these moments where God will Separate those who talk to talk and those who walk to walk. It, it, it's, it's good to talk to talk, but if you can't walk what you talk, there may be a problem. It is in these moments, God separates those who talk. And those who walk, those who are churchy, and those who are Christians. You, you don't always like where you are. Because guess what? Wherever there are people, there will always be drama. Wherever there are people, there will always be foolishness. Patience included. But guess what? Steal your shout. Because guess what? When you allow people and things to take your eyes off of Jesus, you have now put yourself in a bad situation. They are now now don't forget now, they are, they are not just in jail, but they are in a cold, damp jail. Don't, don't forget, they aren't, they aren't just in jail. They are in jail with their black, their back flesh open. I'm sure infection, a fever, hungry, mouth parched, tired, fatigue, loss of blood. And yet, verse 25 shows up and about midnight 
Paul and Silas were praying and singing. Watch the words. Hymns to God. Now, here is the thing about music. All what we call gospel music is not really gospel music. Some is inspirational music. But the word hymns suggests that every word has a biblical foundation and backing. And so the only hymns that they knew to sing was found in the book of Psalms. And I have no clue what hymn they saw. You Can you see them? Hands stretched, legs wide. And then they sung in that Hebraic tongue, fret not thyself. Because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the worker of iniquity. They shall soon pass away. I, I don't know what they sung. Maybe, maybe they sung, uh, 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 the Lord is my shepherd. I, I, I don't know what they sung. But guess what they sung? Because right. you know that worship and prayer are like a hand and a glove. They go together. It's good to sing. It's good to pray. But when you put praise and prayer together, guess what? Something gonna happen for you. Yeah. They they prayed and they sung. Now now this ain't a part of the sermon, but guess what? Since 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 since, since I'm here. I'm gonna I'm I'm dip one minute and guess what? And the other prisoners were listening to them. When you deem yourself as a believer in God, there will always be somebody watching how you handle what you go through. Yeah, yeah. You you got some uh, all this church talk you do, or uh, all this serving you do. That that's good. But here it is. You also in your weakest moments, God puts you on front street as a witness. And somebody is watching you. Because every Sunday, when you were learning, you would go to church, you would go to work talking about church, talking about God, texting folk, putting stuff on Facebook about how good God is, uh, and somebody is watching you. But guess what? Now, while you are quoting uh, and talking, life is good for you. But life can turn, and them same family members, co-workers are going to watch how you respond when all hell breaks loose in your life. Can you still put the quotes up? Can you still shout and rejoice? So, 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 pardon this, 
pardon this, I, I don't mean to be insulting, but but but, but if you live in you, either you have Westheimer or uh, Westheimer. What's the other street? No, where all the fake stuff is sold. Yeah, you either got Post Oak, <laughs> I mean, Harwin or Westheimer, which means it's either real. Oh, uh, it's fake. Come on, talk back to me if you can. Yeah. Now, if the if if the L B upside down, it's a good chance it might be a little knockoff. Do you got uh uh? It, it was Clarence who said, "Do you do you got do you have good religion?" Certainly, Lord. Do 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 it do do you have real Christianity? Is your walk with God real or is it fake? What you got? What you got? What you got? What you got? I'm done. But guess what? Here was the last movement of the text and I'm done. I've been up here too long. God responds and opens the in praise. Because guess what? It was after they prayed. It was after they sung. God allowed the earthquake to hit that jail cell. And guess what? The earthquake was so powerful that what was holding their hands fell off. What held their feet fell off. And the door that was locked opened wide. I believe if you pray and praise, God has a way of freeing you up from what's holding you. And those that were locked in your face, God has a way of opening those doors. I would suggest where you are in your bed, on your couch, at your table, in this room, wherever you are. You put the coffee down. You put the child down. You open up your mouth. You put your hands together and you bless God. And if the blessing, he'll bless you. You. Yeah. But guess what? Guess what? The text says everyone, uh huh, chains were loose. Everyone, not just Paul and Silas, but everyone, which means you might want to be careful who you hook up with and be careful who you uh, uh, live next to and who you have in your in a circle because guess what my prayer life might be so powerful guess what it might set you free because hmm. guess what I don't know other prisoners join in the prayer but can you imagine prayer and praise being so powerful that the folk who ain't even praying and praising around you 
got set free because God bless you. Don't you lose your shout. And I know life has beat you up. And you have every reason why you should not shout. You should not bless God. But yet instead you have every reason why you should bless God. Why you should shout. Why you should offer him a sacrifice. You, you, your praise is always referred to as a sacrifice of praise. Because guess what? Sometimes that's what it is. It's a sacrifice. Because you don't feel like it. In your mind, you have no reason to bless God. But you find, like Job, you find the strength to worship God. Because the text says that he fell down and worship. Don't, don't, don't be misguided. The word fail doesn't mean he just literally was walking and fell by mistake. No. He made a cognizant choice to bow down on his face and worship God after saying the Lord gives. Bless be his name. Perhaps you aren't in the location you desire to be right now. But bless him anyway. My mother always told me this. And when you work for your stuff, you appreciate it more. So you'll, you'll tear up other folks' stuff. You know, when you were a kid, you would leave lights on until that bill started coming in your name. Cut the lights off. Close my door. Let my eye out. So it is, when you learn how to bless God where you are, it'll make you appreciate it more when God takes you where you're going. Because if you can ever bless God in the prison, when you get set free, you'll so bless his name. If you ever learn to bless God while you're sick, when you get well, you'll sure bless him. If you ever learn to bless God while you are poor and broke, when you get something, you're going to show bless his name. Because you understand, if I can dance and bless him and preach and pray and sing and serve when I ain't got nothing, when I get something, I know who I owe it to. I owe it all to God. My friends, today, don't you dare lose your shout.